Welcome back to the Mindset Movement Podcast. <laughs> uh, never gets old. Welcome back to the Mindset Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Carl. And I'm Didier. <laughs> yeah, that's your cue, bro. Last time you tuned me, you're like, anyway, whatever. I'm 2024, we're going to get a jingle. The people want a fucking jingle. Do we? Are we going to get a jingle? Okay, let's get a jingle. Where's the jingle? I'll sing the jingle. No, bro. Jingle bells, jingle bells, <laughs> jingle all the way. Happy New Year, everyone. And we're glad to be back. Yeah, good holiday. Two weeks off. Was it two weeks? Like 10 days. Oh, we try to do this two weeks, but I got to work now. But um, Miranda took the two weeks seriously. <laughs> We said we weren't going to do that. Eh? Miranda, do not phone me after this, okay? Um, great to be back. Very excited for the year. I think, uh, and I feel very rested. I gave a lot of my clients um, some time off. Some of them took a lot. I mean, some of them have been off for a few months, but. Yeah, it's always interesting. There's like some clients you, you tell them to take time off and they take like, a month and then there's other clients who tell them to take time off and then they train more in that week than they did in the week before when you <laughs> controlled their volume but that's um actually what we're going to get into so what we actually want to talk about today is setting goals because i asked my clients to think about their goals and a lot of people have like freaked out about that and i just want to like clear clear the air about this because you know we all wake up on we all wake up on the first and people have written their extravagant list of fucking goals and i think it overwhelms some people mm. and i think marcus said the other day and it was cool if you don't know what your goal is just calm the fuck down just relax like take it serious bro because like my main thing when i talk to my clients with goals is like what excites you? Do you know what I mean? Because when you're picking your goal or like what do you want to do in the year, like what stands out to you? Because if it doesn't excite you, when that alarm goes off in the morning or something, like what's going to get you going? Like what's, you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. your goal has to excite you. It has to be something that you care about internally, you know, and it can't be something, we'll get onto all of this, but you know, it's like, Find out what, what's calling you, bro. Like, what, what is exciting you? What, is, what, what are you willing to work for? Do you know what I mean? And um, so I, I'll talk about the way I see it, okay? So basically, yeah, what excites you, okay? And yeah, if you don't know, just chill. It'll come. You mm. know, you've got a lot of time now to build a base and keep training. I think people battle a lot like, and what I see is, you know, like a lot of people take off the whole of fucking December, right? I deserve a good rest. I'm going to take off. They're drinking, they're eating, whatever. Like, so now they low-key feel shit about themselves now because like they know they're unfit and they've let go. And now they've got a lot of energy because they're well-rested. And now it's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And in three weeks, I'm going to do this. And it's like, chill, bro. You haven't trained in, you haven't trained in five weeks. Like, you can't run a marathon at the end of the month. 
Yeah, and yeah. I think people, a lot of, and, and even with my clients, I see it's like they're making these mistakes again. They're, it's like they're not doing that because it excites them. They're doing it because they feel shit about themselves. And, and they've got anxiety now. But like, there's a whole lot that plays into this whole, like getting back into it. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, I'll, I'll go through the thing. So what excites you? Okay. And then I'll give you an example. So like, say it excites you to run some fucking ultra marathon. I can't make this specific to the client, but some ultra marathon through the desert <laughs> in... <laughs> I'm trying not to make this about Gerald, okay. If, <laughs> I know. He's a good, I but he's, chose, a, but he's a great example. He's a great, yeah, he's a great example. But yeah, so you've got an ultra marathon that, you, that you're keen to sign up for in the desert. Okay, it's going to be extremely hot and you haven't been running, okay? Then you've got to think now, like how is your environment around you? Okay, like do, do the people in your life understand Firstly, do you understand what it's going to take to get there? Mm. Okay, and I think people overlook this, right? And it's like a, it's a bit of a personal joke with all of us. It's like, you know, anyone can sign up for a race sitting on the couch eating Doritos watching Netflix, like with a fucking aircon on. Do you know what I mean? But do you actually understand what it's going to take just to get to the start line of that race? And the training it's going to take, you know, and the sacrifice it's going to take. I mean, depending on how big your goal is, do you understand what I'm saying? So I think people need to sit and think, they need to think clearly about this. Like, what is it going to take, right? Am I willing to make those sacrifices, right? Am, am I willing to not go drinking every Saturday night because I've got long runs on a, on a Sunday or I've got back-to-backs on the weekend? Am I willing to... Stop vaping, Gerald. No, but am I willing to eat properly, go to sleep, sleep eight hours a night? Can I do that? Do you know what I mean? Like, pull apart what it's going to take and are you willing to do that? Because everyone wants to have these massive goals, but you know, people say, like, set realistic goals, but I think, I mean, obviously, you know me, but like, I think anyone can do anything, but we have to be realistic, like what you're willing to do to get there. Because if you're willing to do whatever it takes, I 100% believe that anyone can do anything, right? Not win the race, but definitely fucking complete, yeah. complete it. And I think people just underestimate the amount of work that it takes in. And then they also underestimate how their support system around them. Like how is their environment? Does their wife or husband understand what they're going to be doing? Do they have children? Do you know what I mean? What is their, what's their work like? Like, how many hours do they work a week? Do you know what I mean? And I think the environment plays a massive role, you know? Because, yeah, cool, I want to sign up for this 100 miler. But oh, my wife, on the fourth week, my wife's getting a bit agitated about this waking up early on a Saturday. Yeah, bro. You know? And it's like, you gotta, you got to take that into account. Because you have to understand that that's going to make it hard. Because, fuck, I didn't want to wake up and go do my snowshoeing this morning. It was hard, but I'm very excited about my race. And my wife supports me. She came with me. My mm. wife supports me. Do you know what I mean? But if my wife was bitching about me doing it, 
would be fucking hard, bro. And if I wasn't, didn't have so much internal motivation about this race, and I was just so keen to do it, like, oh, fuck, bro, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have driven to Nolik. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that plays a massive role. And then, yeah, also I spoke about the work environment and, like, what other external stresses do you have? Like, do your friends understand this? Like, are, you, are, are your friends going to be calling you, oh, you don't come drinking with us on a Friday night anymore? And there's goals for that, bro. Like, you can do 10Ks, 21Ks, even marathons and stuff like that. But it's just, I mean, we're, we're speaking specifically about, like, I'm speaking specifically about my clients, right? Obviously, a lot of my clients are ultra runners, and it's like they, they just want to do all these massive things. But for my clients listening, you know, you just have to pull it apart first. Pull it apart because, I mean, you're not stupid. You understand what it's going to take, right? And I'm not saying you live like a fucking robot, but it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of sacrifice and doing things that you don't want to do and a lot of saying no to parties on Friday nights. It's going to take that if you don't want to do ultra marathons, you know, and living a healthy lifestyle and feeling properly and just just fucking drinking enough water. Like, people find that hard enough. Mm. You know, like, are you willing to do what it takes? And then if you are, then go talk to the people that you love and that love you and that are around you. Are they going to support you? Do they understand why you're doing this? Because if they don't, you're going to have a problem. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's going to get fucking hard. Okay? And so what I say, like, I mean, you've trained with me for a long time. Pick three races. Pick three main races, right? The A, B, and a C race. Okay? And why I say that is because those are three priority races. If you've got more than three, then they're not priorities anymore, right? And you're just entering everything that fucking comes up because your friend's doing that. But, I mean, if you want to be good at something, you have to be able to put time into it. Mm. And why I say three races is because, I mean, if you've been doing nothing in December and you, let's use races around here, for example, is easy. Mutt. So you've got mutt that's like six months from January, right? It gives you six months to build a good base, to work on your weaknesses from last year. You know, think about what, what was happening last year. I kept getting injured. So maybe you've got a bit of a strength and balance or you need to increase your mobility or maybe you weren't eating enough or maybe, you know, we work that out as a coaching client. Do you understand? But work on those weaknesses that you picked up last year. So you've got to give yourself six months, you know, six months. And then when you get into mutt, you put it to the test. Okay. So let's just say with ultra, ultra running, you'll yeah, do mutt yeah. 60K. And then you could do maxi 75K, which is like, what, two months after that? Yeah, in September. Yeah. So now you can see where you are at mutt. And then once you know where you are there, you know where to improve, where to... Um, hone down on whatever you need to improve and then you go into maxi and then you can go into UTCT. That's just a fucking standard example. But you understand what I'm, I'm talking about there. You got to give yourself time. You know, um, people just dive into things. And if you're racing all the time, you, you're just deducting a whole lot of time that you could have got better. You've got tapers. You've got, if you're rushing into things, you've got injury time because you're going to get injured. Right, especially if you've come off training for, no, for, for two months. A lot of people don't train for two months, November, December, and then January comes and it's like fucking enter every race that their credit card can swipe on, you know? And 
dive into it, dive into like massive volume or, or if they don't listen, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just get, get a lot of anxiety going into this, especially like, bro, you come back to work, come back to work, you've been doing nothing, you come back, you got all this shit to do at work. Even us, we've got a whole lot of stuff to do. It's like, it's causes anxiety. Now you got to fucking train on top of that. It's a lot of stress and people don't, they don't think about that external stress. They don't think about all the stress they're going to, what happens at work, you know? And I find like a lot of people, like especially like overachievers and stuff, they love to just pile on shit on top, on top of shit. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, like you've read my, my client's updates. It's, and you, I think your clients also do the same, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's a common theme, yeah. It's, it's like stress, stress at work, 10 out of 10, boyfriend's fighting with me, How's your mileage? Need to increase my mileage. Like, yo. Yeah, they just, they, those people are viewing running as an outlet for stress rather than actually seeing it as something that's adding physical stress. To and, and running is a stressor. Like, exercise is a stressor. It's like, what do you do? What do you do to relax? I train. No, bro. <laughs> that's, training is stress. That's how you get fitter, bro. It's a stress. And then you cause adaptation and you get fitter to, to that stress. Mm. Like it's not, it's not a de-stressor, it's a stress, you know, and I, often I say it's like your hand's sore, so you hit your foot with a fucking hammer. That's how you're sorting out the situation. Yeah. And the reason I'm talking about this is, is I can see this with the goals, you know, and especially if you don't know what you want to do. And I've had some very good goals, okay? Like I've, I won't mention names, but I had a lady... So she just wants to build up from straight from scratch. She fucked up last year. She just wants to go straight back from scratch. I was like, best goal that I've received. Best. Because it's realistic. And I can build from that. And also it's like she's not, I know she's very busy at work. So it's not putting pressure on her like on this date, I want to do this. Because nothing really has, has taken her fancy in yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that doesn't mean you don't have to work towards something. And it's sad that people are like, they need something to work towards. Do you know what I mean? But you can just work towards getting fitter. And what I wanted to say also is, just, you know, like, if you give yourself that six months to train for your big, something big, like your first goal, you know, like, people think the magic is in the race. It's like, they think the magic's in the fucking kudos they get or the, the Instagram likes or that fucking little Instagram they post about their race. That's not the magic. The magic is in the process. Mm. Everything you learned in that process is way more valuable than whatever happens in that race. Like, it's way harder. It's easy just to race for one day or two days. But everything that you had to do up until then builds the character and builds the person you are. Do you know what I mean? The saying no to shit that doesn't serve you, the drinking water every day, the eating healthy, the everything that you need to do yeah. on top of the running. Like the running is just one part, you know? And I think people, they underestimate that whole process. Like that's where the fortitude and the fucking grit, that's where all of that is, is born. And, you know, if you're a person that needs to be entertained every five minutes by this race and this race and this race and this race, like... You're missing out from that, you know? Like you're missing out from that whole lesson of finding something that fucking excites you and putting your head down and working towards it and 
overcoming obstacles and overcoming setbacks and injury and doing your rehab and for me that's where the magic is do you know what I mean because it's, it's not a clear path you know and yeah there's people that train for fun and that's cool and that's sweet enter all your races build a good base that's cool but the people that take it really really serious and they're like fucking all in my clients that are all in all understand this right they're all in you enter three races well I think with 13 peaks you did four right yeah I did four and but they were just added on but, but we, we scratched DCT as a race. Yeah, yeah. Quote, unquote. And look how well you guys do. Miranda, do you understand? Yeah. I think like what you said just now is really beautiful because I actually think with goal setting, it's actually really important to take one step further back and people should really sit and think, what is it that they're trying to get out of running? You know, in terms of what character can I develop? What sense of adventure can I build in my life? What qualities and traits can I instill in myself and set that as the focal point? Because that's what I do. I mean, that's why I run. And so that's why the process is so important to me because every day I get the opportunity to show up and display courage or work on my discipline or chase after things that are important to me. And when you, when you do that continuously over time, then races are, are just cherries on top. And they also, there's no stress. Like if a race comes along and it speaks to me at that time, then I'll do that race. But I'm not looking at my whole year going, if I don't achieve this, this, and this, it's, it's a terrible year. You know, as long as I just keep working on myself and I'm, I'm growing, then I view it as a great year. And I, I think like that would be my advice to any of my clients or people that are listening. It's like, take one step even further back. Don't get caught up in, you I need to run this time and do this at this race. It's like, why, why, what kind of person are you trying to become? And how can running help you do that? And once you've done that, it's like you fall in love with the process. And then, like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you get injured before a race, you know, like, it's fine. It's a little disappointing. You say goodbye to it. You refocus and you choose something else. And I think that's a really beautiful way to, to look at your year. Marcus taught us something like amazing mm. in COVID because, you know, everything got cancelled and we all just carried on doing our shit. I mean, obviously I ran that 250k on the treadmill. Yeah. And after that, I was like, you didn't get pay. Yeah. Like I always say, it, it's like, you want to do, thir- like, thir- I love 13 Peaks, but you just go do it. You don't have to pay <laughs> no one. Whenever you want. You can get a free badge. Yeah. You do it. You know what I mean? Like you're paying people to run on your mountain for what? A finishes medal. Yeah. If you're winning and stuff, that's a different story. Like that's cool. You're winning money and all that. But I mean, it's like, you don't have to put so much emphasis on this fucking race. Like, if it gets canceled, like Tankwa. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Rob's still going to do it, but. Rob, well, if you're listening, you still do it, bro. Yeah, we're going to make a, a different plan for you, Yeah, Rob. just, like, you don't need to pay someone to go run on the road. In all honesty. Yeah. You know? Um, that's coming from you. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> um, shit happens, you know? And, and it's, guess who said the most amazing thing to me was uh, Monique Mayer, right? Mm-hmm. Said to me, I can't actually say this, but personal, but 
she's only going to do mat and her other challenges she's not going to do races she just wants to do things by herself yeah and i was like you get it yeah i have i have a couple of clients that are in you that mode it. as well because right then you know that she likes running for herself Hmm. Like she doesn't need some fucking free t not free like some six thousand rand t shirt. <laughs> she doesn't need some medal. She's just in it to do better. So I mean, that's the kind of person that has like intrinsic motivation and she's gonna get up every morning, just do her thing to get better. And that's what I love. You know, your race gets cancelled. Do it anyway, especially if it's here. Like. Um, yeah you'll get a crew we good at it <laughs> yeah but um it, it needs to exc- it needs you need it people need to think it's like why am i doing this no my friends are doing it no that's <laughs> like especially that's cool. for something like an ultra like we to stress that stuff that's really hard to do yeah but it's like you know don't let these little things take away from your big goal use gerald as an example right gerald doesn't mind me using an example Jill hasn't trained for two months. It's been on the jaw, okay? Um, wants to do UTMB Mauritius. Boom, I'm fucking excited. Laka, UTMB Mauritius. He's flying me there with him. Free holiday. No, but that's cool because I love fucking Jill. Jill, not last year, the year before, did so well. He went balls to the wall. Iron Man, blah, 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 blah. Last year, he fell off. That's okay. But... His Achilles is a bit screwed now because he's been so on and off training. And I see his goals bait to bait 30k. Like, bro, you're... He, his walking is sore for him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, what, why is he doing it? It's like desperation. Because like, I haven't done anything. I, I need to like see where I'm at. But, you know, give, just follow the training and let's... Let's build you up to UTMB. You don't need to fucking, like, don't let these little distractions take away from your big goal. Because that, like, I know with Achilles, right? You mess up your Achilles in that race, maybe you're out for another two months, there's no UTMB. Yeah. There's no UTMB, you know? Like, look at the people that listen to me. Them, like, look at, like, look at Miranda's mileage coming back from injury. She started off on, like, 12Ks a week. Yeah, and this was someone who we used to call pump, that. We used to call that a 19, fucking. We used to call that a Monday week. recovery run. Yeah, but now she's on like over like forty-eight, fifty or something. I don't know. But and she's doing for an Ironman. But like, it it takes time, you know. And one of my favorite quotes is, you know, people overestimate what they can do in a year and highly underestimate what can be done in ten. Thanks, Bill Gates. Right. And that's so fucking true. And I mean, you could break that down even. Like, you could be like, they highly um, overestimate what they can do in three months and underestimate what they can do in a year. But I actually said that to someone the other day. And I thought, no, but you need a year. Like, a year is a good time to just... I mean, you know, mm. you, you can only get 10% fitter in a year, right? So, <laughs> you can get like... You can increase 10% of your maximum volume from last year, this year, yeah. without getting injured. So, you can get 10% better right in theory so stop trying to get a hundred percent better in one year and spend the year injured yeah get better over five years 
Pick the three goals that excite you. And if you only have one, that's fucking better. That's cool. If you only have one, one of my clients sent, she's got one. UTC T23K. That's cool. And as we go along and we progress and I build her and get her fitter because she's dealing with a lot of external like stress from work. Like she's overworked. She's, she had burnout last year. She had to take a lot of time off. Like this all needs to get taken into consideration when you're signing up for your goals. You know what I mean? How much do you sleep? Like my doctors, like Nicola, I hope you're listening. Like, let's manage your sleep. Like, let's, let's spend this year. You know what your goal should be? Your goal should be to manage your fatigue better and communicate with Kyle better. She does communicate with me well. But I've got other doctors that don't communicate as well as her. Mm. But it's like, you know, let's, I'm a doctor. I'm always on call for 24 hours. I don't sleep. Let's not sign up for much 60K. Because we've had a because we, we had three nights sleep for the first time in a year now, and we're feeling fresh. Uh, she's not doing that, but I'm just yeah, an yeah, example. That's an example. But you know, if if your life is so stressful, like you've just had a kid or whatever, and you can only run twenty five k races, then fucking do that. Like, know your limits externally do you understand and don't just like you don't have to kill yourself look what it takes you know like break it down sit down write the race that you like and write down what it's going to take any goal just break it down what i need to do you're going to have to sleep eight hours if it's big you're going to have to sleep eight hours if you're doing this ultra marathon going to have to drink water every day won't be able to go out on Friday nights drinking with your friends because you're always going to three day, three weeks a month you're going to have long runs. One week you're going to have back-to-backs. Well, in theory. Like, you're going to be running fucking eventually up to, what, 100K a week if you're doing 100K one week. But you're going to be building your mileage every week. You're going to have to say no to things. People are going to invite you on holidays or whatever. Like, fuck. Like, there's a lot that goes into you. Like, are you, are you willing to... Are you willing to make that sacrifice? Yeah. It's always... It's also, I think it's always... The way I've always viewed it is like, these things are a process of becoming a person, right? And so you need to look at... If you know an ultra runner or someone, you need to look at kind of what is that person's life going to look like? To achieve that goal and is that a life that you want for yourself this morning right <laughs> <laughs> this morning. So this morning, gonna give you a side eye from the this, couch yeah this morning for you know so last night i didn't sleep we have since like two o'clock i'm finally fell asleep at like what was four long went off at five still slept into five thirty because I think I'm just going to get up and go. Get up. But I've told Jenna, let's make us an excursion. I'm going to go to Nordic to do my snowshoeing and ice, uh, ocean fucking cold water shit. Then you're going to have a And beach you can come day. with me and have like a beach day. But everything like went wrong. Like she was taking long to get ready. And then we get in the car and she had driven the petrol out. So I had to stop and put petrol in. Eventually, we get to Nordic at like 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm telling myself it's not even cold anymore. Like, I'm going to do cold <laughs> therapy now. It's not even cold. The sun's out. It's like fucking 26 degrees. 
And on the way to the thing, I'm saying, you know, if you're an ultra runner, it's hard to fucking accommodate people into your life because there's just, I mean, obviously, because I'm trained twice today. I just want to get it done. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to get it done. Mm. And I'm trying to accommodate her into my life. But sometimes you just can't. Like, sometimes it's better to just fucking get up and go and get it done. And then, do you know what I mean? And for the first time in my life is today, I actually saw what a lot of my clients must battle with because she's very supportive. But I can see where they would be complaining in this because I'm like, hurry up, like, let's go. Like, I just want to get to the, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I can see where this can become a problem, especially if you're trying to accommodate them every day. Like, I couldn't. I said to her, no, that's the last time. Like, we're done. You're done. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, it's hard to accommodate people. Like, obviously, I'm, tra- I'm trying to run 230Ks into the Arctic Circle. There's, it's, it's a lot of fucking training. Like, next week terrifies me. Yeah. But I can't accommodate her next week. Like, I'll try, but you like, I'm, it's a, it's a lot of fucking training, you know? And I've got work on top of that. And if this didn't excite me, right? And I didn't do this for myself. Because I'm doing this for myself, right? I just want to, you know, Marcus said to me, why you want to do this? When I asked him to coach me for it. I was just like, bro, I've, I've, all I've done is run in 50 degree heat. I want to run in minus 40. Like, I want to see what that other extreme is. Like, I want to see how far I can go in that element. You know, mm. like, that excites me. Because, I mean, you know, bro, like, we just, like, fucking weighing my bag over there, working out how we can f- take less stuff, get lighter shit. Like, I like this stuff, right? Because i got to carry everything on my back. Like, I've got to carry all my stuff. And I like it. Like, this stuff keeps me up at night. This stuff wakes me up early in the morning. Do you know what I mean? And that's what gets me to the beach this morning when everything is going wrong and everything inside of me is telling me to stop. And I just know, oh, fuck, I ain't gonna stop. Because I'm not doing this for Instagram likes or Strava or to write a fucking essay about how cool I am because I ran in the Arctic. You know what I mean? Mm. But you need that intrinsic motivation because if it's, if it's all about a little trophy or or... And like I live this, right? They're not giving me a trophy. I told them to plant a tree. Like you had an option. You can get a trophy or you can plant a tree. Or you can get a t-shirt and a trophy or you can plant two trees. I'm like, plant two trees. Like, I'm not saying that to blow my horn. I'm just saying like, just understand that what I'm saying is like, I truly believe it in my heart. Do you know what I mean? You ain't going to see no fucking trophy hanging. Yeah, it's about like, no trophy can tell me what I just went through there. Yeah, yeah. No trophy can tell me what I'm going to go through next week and then two weeks after that. Do you know what I mean? Like, no trophy is going to tell me about this morning when I got there. Like, that was a big win for me. Like, it's... Like, every, you know what I mean? Like, I could have pulled out at any time. And I love that shit because that's when you grow. You know? And... Yeah, I just think people need to take that into consideration when they write their goals. Because a lot of people fall off because it gets too fucking overwhelming and they don't have a supportive environment and they have too much work to do. And that's cool, bro. No one here is professional athletes. Like, this is not your bread and butter. And and we we understand that. And we actually understand that more than the client. Because we're like, you're not paying your bills with this. Yeah. 
Like, you paint your balls with work. So if, if your work is so fucking demanding that we sit down and say, look, let's build a base over the next year and just do 25Ks because it's not going to overstress you. It's not going to, you're not going to get fucking injured. You're not going to, I don't want, you know, like the clients that don't listen to you, the ones that are crying in December and just like fucked. Do you know what I mean? Like burnt out and they lie to you about how much they sleep and how much they eat and you know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't want to see that. Like it kills me to see that. Do you know what I mean? I just want people to just, when I say take off a week, they're like, oh, I don't actually need a week off, but yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Like don't over, don't burn yourself out. And, and that's what I was saying with the, like the, the one year and the fucking 10 years. It's like, if you can consistently just get better every single year and work on your weaknesses every single year. Imagine where you're going to be in five years. But if you like the typical, I've been off for a month and I'm going to sign up for every fucking race I can in the next two months. Get injured. Get, no, we'll start um, work on the 8th of Jan, get pummeled with fucking work, don't eat enough, don't get in, it's hot outside so I'm dehydrated, try and bang out this training and then do more training on top of that because you have so much anxiety about all the races as you, and then get injured and then get overwhelmed by the injury and then start overcompensating for fucking something else and then, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's, yeah. we're only in February. <laughs> where are we going from here? Like, where the fuck yeah. are we going from here? And you've put in so much effort and you've made no progress, which is really sad, you know? It's, it's you a, it get is better. literally <laughs> taking one step forward and taking five steps back. It is yeah. a fucking literally that. Yeah. Whereas if you just took like half a step forward and that was it, you'd be further ahead. You just miles. assess the fucking situation, you know? I, I think people, they don't think about this. Like they don't, they don't say it to themselves in the fucking mirror. Like, save the situation. Haven't trained in two months. I'm injured. I think I should do a 30K in three weeks. Take time with your goals. You know, and it doesn't, if you don't know what you want to do or you have one, like Tessa, I know Tessa's goal. I've known Tessa's goal for fucking a year. Yeah. And I'm actually going to give her the races to enter because I need to look at it because, I mean, her goal is at the end of next year. And that's a big goal. And what I love about her is she said to me, let's talk about what races I need to enter because she trusts me because I'm going to give her the races to enter. To that, structure. That is going to yeah. structure it for that big end year. Yeah. You know? And to answer you, it's trail, Tessa. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a very similar race to mine, but just in 50 degree. But yeah, like do stuff that's going to help you benefit for the other races or well, your a race yeah you know so the way it works you got a c race which is like your tester race then the b race is your next serious race and then your a race is your most serious race yeah and if you like you said if you don't have a goal yet just relax and my advice there would be zoom out look at the process and just try and fall in love with that and just work on growing but also with the, choose a race. also with the goals like say um We'll use Monique as an example because I read Monique just now, right? So say her goal is 25K mutt, right? Mm. And what is that going to take? Well, she's going to have to do, she doesn't do elevation, so she's going to need to start getting a lot of elevation, increasing her long runs, okay? 
make sure she's drinking enough water. She's got a bit of a problem with eating chocolate or whatever. So she needs to work on that. That's a goal. Those are goals. 100%. Yeah. Those and are they, and they all support your, your bigger goal. Because I actually read something on Instagram and I fucking loved it. I wanted to save it. But this guy's like, all you people writing your big fucking goals on Instagram, I don't know why, to get likes or something, but all you writing your big fucking goals on Instagram, if you don't change, fundamentally change the person that you were last year, you're not going to achieve those like you did last year. Mm. And it's all cool to say these are your goals, but you need to completely become that person that does that. You know, and that is how. You've got to write it down, okay? Well, I fucking eat shit or I drink water or I vape, Kai. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then cool, the, the, let's, let's, now he has the goals. The goals are, I'm going to eat clean in my calories or whatever every week. I'm going to drink my 2.7 or 3.7 liters of water every day. I'm going... To read a fucking book instead of pl- watching TV to re- relax. Um, I'm going to make sure I get in my long runs no matter what. Like those are goals every week. Yeah. And the really beautiful thing about those goals is like if you... So it gives you something to win at every day, every week. And every you can stack day. that up. And then let's say your race falls apart. It's like you haven't lost. You've been winning for six months and then, okay, your race didn't happen or it went poorly. It's like, that's nothing. You don't give a fuck. Then you just go do the race by yourself. Yeah. Because you know this lean, mean, fucking reading, drinking water machine. <laughs> that was quite good. But also, like, I mean, yeah, and you, that's how you get tougher. Because, you know, my thing is, and, and why I don't like people like writing their big things and talking about their big things that they're doing and fucking making these 500 posts and videos about the biggest thing you're doing it's because scientifically right and it is yeah yeah scientifically has been proven that when you talk about your big ass goals you 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 and everyone's giving you this fucking gratification for i don't know what talking about it <laughs> you take that as a win and you stop working for it because in your brain you think you've already done it because this day with social media you're getting comments and likes and people are talking about it do you know what i mean so he has a goal. Write your fucking goal down. Don't tell anyone and go and achieve it. And that's a hard thing to do, right? My goal this year is to complain less. How's, that, fu- how's that going? It's fucking hard. <laughs> Especially surrounded by you fucking people. <laughs> you just complain. <laughs> but Did my- you hear that, Jenna? <laughs> <laughs> Look, at least I'm aware of it, okay? But my goal is to stop complaining about people. It's hard, bro. We're working on that one. It's, it's the third. There's time. I have to work on my, the way I communicate then. But, yeah. Find those little things you need to do weekly and make those things your goals. Because, yeah, like you said, you, you, you see instant feedback from that. Like, I'm not winning or am I fucking losing? Like, I understand if you sign up for something in six months' time, it's hard to get, I mean... If you like that, because you would understand, you would see you were getting fitter and obviously you would have these long runs and do that and you could take those as wins because those become your goals and stuff. But you got to become a person that can do that. It's like, I want to do 100K at Matt. 
cool, what kind of person does that? This is the kind of person. How do I become that person? These are the steps that I think to become this person. Carl, do you think if I do this weekly, I'd become that person? Yes. Or maybe you should add that. Okay, cool. Let me do this every single fucking week. Cool. We fast forward four weeks. How's your, how's those fucking standards or whatever? Yeah. Um, oh, they're fucking easy now. Okay, cool. Let's up them. Let's up them. Let's fucking up those. Because now they're easy. Do you know what I mean? And eventually after six months, look at the kind of person you are. Who cares about the race? Yeah. And that's the win that you've That's gained. the fucking win. That's the magic. When you stop revolving your life around external gratification, then you've hit the jackpot. Yeah. When you drop that ego, right? Kai, thanks for the book. When you drop that ego that the story that you're telling about yourself is I'm this person and you got to show all these people all this. You know what I mean? When you actually become that fucking person, beautiful things don't ask for attention. I love that. Yeah, I like that too. That was from there, Walter Mitty Mary. <laughs> You've been obsessed with this movie. <laughs> I like it, I love it, but uh, yeah, that's, beautiful things don't ask for attention. And I, I like that. That, that means that's deep to me that means a lot you know what I mean like people that do fucking serious shit they're too busy doing it yeah to post about it or fucking do you know what I mean it's too busy living life and that's yeah. what I that's what I actually said on my that's um, a good goal that's what I said on my my Instagram for New Year's fucking said Let's do more things that are going to matter in the end and focus less on what's not going to fucking, what's not. Yeah. And I thought about that a lot on holiday because I think we lose focus on what matters. We lose focus on what matters to us and we spend a lot of time trying to impress motherfuckers that don't care. So take that into account when you're doing your goals (laughs) because these people don't actually care. Yeah. And if you end up working towards something that isn't serving you, you've just screwed yourself. When it gets tough, you fucked. Yeah. When your toenail breaks. <laughs> so tough, Carl. Um, this is what people... <laughs> I, I had a message about a blister the other day. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you know, when things... Yeah, t- like I said, everyone's tough is different. But yeah, when that blister comes, if you're doing it for someone else... You're gonna, it's gonna be too hard to carry on. But if you're doing it for yourself, or you're doing it for something bigger than yourself. Yeah, that carries you through. Yeah. Like you won't even care about, you won't even think about the list of that. Cool. That's pretty much everything I wanted to say. Anything you have to say? No, I think I covered it as well. What about your scientific approach to goal setting? My scientific approach to goal setting? You can go over James Clear's book. Just read it, guys. It's quite good. But it's, it's all the same. I mean, you work on process. Start with identity rather than outcome. It's like, what person do you want to become? How do you need to change your identity? Identify the steps that will get you there. And then work on doing that. And connect that sense of change to something deep and meaningful to you and bigger than yourself. And if you don't know what that is, then... You just need to spend a lot of time thinking about it. Write about it. Journal. Sit with yourself. Run. 
run run in the mountains you'll fucking you'll come f- up with a lot of you'll shit. come up with stuff yeah they switched so. uh switched our electricity of how much uh, stuff did i come up with for work <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah and then yeah let's set good goals this year guys but yeah if you don't know what your goal is guys just chill out especially if you haven't been training in december like you know what your goal is to build a base and no. oh, last thing I'll say is that what, I mean, people have been training with me for long, but like I said in the beginning, whatever holds you back last year, like, obviously, if you keep getting injured and all of that, you're not doing enough strength work or mobility, okay? And why are you not doing that? Because you don't like it. Mm. That's why you don't do it, right? So if you don't like doing strength and mobility and you keep getting fucking injured, are you going to repeat that through this year or... Should we maybe take the first six months of this year to invest in loss, maybe take a little step back from all the running and, and races and work on your strength and mobility for six months and then have a finish strong for the next six months, enter races in the next six months, three, maybe even four races in the last six months, go in there strong, fucking injury free and end the year strong and then carry on doing your strength work. But, you know, like invest in loss. Take a step back. Look at what is holding you back. Because the most important variable in a fucking machine is the one that's most limiting. That is the most important. You cannot carry on going with just your strengths. Your weaknesses are going to pull you back. You have to bring your weaknesses up. And people don't understand that. And the reason you have weaknesses is because you don't like to do something. And you don't like to do it. And that's why you keep getting fucking hold back. Learn to like how to do it. Yeah, the definition of insanity, right? Yeah, but it's like, maybe you don't like to do it because maybe you're only focusing on, on running. So pull the running, let's pull the running back a little bit and put in more strength work. Oh, but that's boring. Yeah, well, you're going to have to do it one day because <laughs> when you get injured, you're going to fucking be doing it every day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, and people will learn that lesson a million fucking times themselves but he has me with your friendly 2024 warning if you don't do your strength work you're gonna be out yeah you can avoid a lot doing rehab and just, strength just work. go to the gym guys get thick we want you to get better we're not trying to hurt you yeah or bore you like i have much better things to do than write out fucking strength tra- <laughs> strength training for you like yeah I can leave that Tuesday and Thursday out if you want. It'll fucking save me a few fucking hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, and it's always so satisfying when you do get the clients that just do their rehab. It's like Jonathan Bailey. I've got to shout him out. I was chatting to him this morning. His knee's been wrecked since UTCT, right? Mm-hmm. So we're like, cool. We're going to assist the situation. Still hasn't replied to my message. Sort that out. <laughs> get on a bike. Do your strength training. We're going to invest in loss. We're not going to run. Breathe this oak, did his rehab all through December. And now he's cool. And now his knee is fucking tired. And he's ready to run. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. See, it's fucking easy. We're going to get Nick Jordan on here to talk about rehab. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Okay, guys. We need to go do a run in 30 degree heat for cold adaption. See you later. Just to prepare you for the Arctic Circle. (laughs) Cheers, everyone.